before walking into the library. So it's so it's on my mind, and it's annoying me. Well, maybe we could talk about that a little bit here today on Podcast versus Podcast. I'm Piers Ray. This is Eric Ivanovich. Hello. This is a show where we pitch podcast ideas to each other in the hopes of finding that one perfect show. For guy us. ideas. Guy ideas. Podcast guy ideas. Yep, their ideas had by us a couple of guys. <laughs> no ladies allowed. Not today. He-Man Women Haters Club. All right, I did not sign off on this club. M- meeting number one. Let me just take a little look at that charter created by Eric Ivanovich. Here, you can have this back. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, at the end of the episode, we'll vote on the ideas pitched here today. If we can agree, then we stop doing this show, start doing that show. Eric, you ready? Yes, I am. Piers, what I'm going to talk about today, yeah, what's yeah, yeah, been yeah. on my mind, what's been annoying me, okay, is the Little Rascals. <laughs> what? And obviously the early show, The Little Rascals, made in the 40s or 50s or whatever. Fantastic. Playing marbles, looking into a tailpipe. Obviously, that was just like a weird, not not a good show, just a bad show. Well, I don't know about she, that. I thought it was pretty okay. But uh, I've always held up the um, the '90s remake, like the movie adaptation. Yes, uh, which I assume came out in the '90s. It did come out in the '90s. Yeah, uh, it's same it's as a, Dennis the Menace. A brilliant satire of toxic masculinity in the modern age. Um, Using the little rascals as a mirror to reflect on us. How damaging and hurtful our masculinity is. Isn't it mostly about them not letting a girl into their club? Yes. Is that really the bulk of the episode? And then at the end, they let her in? I'm, you know, yes. I I know this because I know all, everything about it because I've seen it so many times. Um, and Alfalfa's in love with her. Or in love with someone else, I can't remember. Alfalfa's in love with Daria? Sure. Is that her name? And uh, and I was talking to someone the other day who is ostensibly a film, uh, a film lover, yeah, a film analyzer, yep. And they had watched um, Little Rascals, the nineteen nineties movie, nineteen ninety four, nineteen ninety four masterpiece, and they just thought it was like a, a fun little romp with the uh, kids going on adventures and and uh, having hijinks and well, that's kind of the mark of a successful children's film is it feels like an adventure and that the lesson is just lurking under the surface. Mm. You, you learn it subconsciously. But it's, it's a little disheartening because this person was a professor of film studies that I was, uh, that I was talking with. And actually, I'm sorry, was this a recent conversation? Oh, uh, it was very recent. It was actually this morning. <clears throat> this is right before I got here into the library. With a professor of film studies. Professor of film studies. Can you tell us what school? I really probably should uh, keep their keep their name anonymous. I didn't ask for their name. Um, I think that you can infer the school probably based on uh, based on which schools I've been to. Sure, potentially. Sure. No, I think this is very very interesting. That, but I mean, okay. and there was actually another film professor there as well in the conversation, and they also they were just talking about how bad the movie was. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you run into these professors on the street? No, I was just happened to be. I had a breakfast meeting with them. All right. Okay. <laughs> just, we were just, you know, we like to meet up every once in a while, talk about film and cinema and movies. I, this is the first time you've ever mentioned. Have I not mentioned my, my, that weekly... you have weekly breakfast meetings before we record? 
Well, not always before we record, sometimes some other day or... You have never mentioned an ongoing relationship with any of our professors outside I of I didn't say Twitter. who, who if they were our professors. I just said a couple of film professors. Actually, there was a third one there today who also just did not get the film. There's three prof- film professors. Why had I, all three of them seen The Little Rascals? I mean, we, we had said beforehand, we were like, we should probably, uh, which movie should we watch to talk about? And uh, we had decided on Little Rascals. You decided on Little Rascals, you and yeah. these. Well, I suggested it because they, you know, they hadn't seen it. And I was like, oh, it's a 90s masterpiece, a, a satire of toxic masculinity in the modern age. Uh, using the the classic Little Rascals TV show as a mirror, uh, as, a, as a lens through which we view ourselves. I see how it is. Okay. Uh, and they just didn't pick up on it. They didn't pick up on all the feminist themes. The fact that the women are... Uh, are pushed to the margins the entire movie only to them being instrumental in the victory at the end. And then the revelation that the main character's hero was a woman the entire time. It's a little frustrating because not only did they not pick up on that stuff, they were like, I don't know why the filmmakers chose to make us root for a bunch of misogynists. They named their club, the He-Man Women Haters Club. Right. Of, of course, the fact that children are, are, are often cruel and, and divide themselves among arbitrary lines like that. Well, it's, you know, obviously real children don't do that, but well, I mean, these filmic children ab- were being used as a device. Hold on, hold on. Real children absolutely do that. No, children are angels. <laughs> okay, you got me there. Perfect little angels never do anything wrong. And 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 they were like, so I don't understand why the, the characters in this movie are doing bad things sometimes, and they're saying bad things. Right. And the ideas that they have at the beginning of the movie are bad. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, and that, I was uh, like, well, well duh, duh, um, excuse me, but duh. That, aren't you supposed to be a film professor? Uh, excuse me. Uh, is anyone else paying attention? Was anyone uh, else? Hello. Hello. Knock, knock, knock. I was knocking on their heads. Of course. One by one. There was all three of them. I knock, 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 right. knock, knock. Anybody home? Then you did. I, I think you mentioned this. You did one big knock on one of them and they bumped heads kind of like a uh, Newton's cradle. Yeah. And then they actually bumped back. back and knocked my hand. <laughs> that's why it's all bandaged up. Yeah, that's right. Ooh, that looks like it's Plus, I punched a wall. I was very just angry with the way that they were almost willfully misinterpreting this film. You know, I think you might have mentioned this to me before. Yeah. This sounds like the same group of professors who, how do I, how do I put this? I don't want to out anybody. I, yeah. don't, I don't want to identify anybody. But it seems like they have a real problem with characters having flaws. I almost... <laughs> Almost every movie. Like, I remember you, I think you watched The Mask with them? Uh, yes. This is the same three. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And they said, what's up with Jim Carrey's main character? Why is he so milk toast and meek? Are we really supposed to be rooting for this guy? Like, this, this, this is what really gets my goat, right? Because yeah. one, one of them said, and I quote verbatim. Yeah. Now, when I go see a movie, I want the hero to be a hero. Is that so wrong? But this hero, this Stanley Ipkiss, barely a hero at all. And he wasn't. He wasn't. Until he put on the mask. All he had but was his novelty ties. Did he, become a, did he become a hero or an anti-hero at that point? It's now, it's I mean, open to interpretation. That's the mark of a good film. And The Mask is a truly, truly wonderful film. It makes perfect sense. It's not at all obvious that there are a bunch of scenes missing they had to cut out. <laughs> That would have, like, linked the pieces together just a little bit better. There's not, like, three or four weird jumps between scenes that just don't add up. 
Um, by the way, my podcast pitch for today is uh, is a podcast where I can complain about the three film professors that I have uh, weekly meetings mm. with to yeah. talk about different movies. Movies. You know what? I'm now I understand why I never why I couldn't remember yeah. this because I had blocked it out because I often ask you yeah for an invitation to I, I could come back you up at these breakfast it's, meetings. Yeah, it's, you know, it's really just not my place to be inviting you. Well, I, I would mean, love to have you. But you are, I'm the, sure you, you are the organizer. I organized it, but, you know, I don't want to impose on the three of them. I mean... Why would it be an imposition to have me there? You know, they're film professors. They're well, professors of film I and work, cinema. I work in film and cinema. Right, but you're not a professor of film and cinema. Does that mean that I studied it but didn't work in it? Um you here's here's what it means what does it take to be a professor of film and cinema it takes a lot of money okay because you go to school for a long time right to be a professor yeah they all have phds and doctorates right very few credits to their name because they spend all the time getting no 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 they're not in this in the industry themselves no but they understand it they understand it perfectly much like well i thought so until i we're talking about little rascals look I'm so jealous. Yeah. Because, like, every filmmaker needs a cadre of film professors. Yeah. To just let them know. Like, th- things like this. Like, having Reba McIntyre unmask herself as the mystery driver at the end of Little Rascals mm. wasn't a feminist overture. It's just a thing that happened. The little boy realizing that his hero was a woman all along and that it didn't make any difference. That's just a little a little adventure for kids. Just a little fun thing that happened. <sighs> but, I mean, and everyone needs their cadre of professors. Comedians. I don't know any comedian who doesn't come off stage after a set and immediately go to an all-night diner to meet with his three comedy professors. Mm-hmm. Or her three comedy – or their three comedy professors. Yeah. <sighs> well, do you want to hear my show pitch? Uh, just Let me just give, it, give mine a title. It's uh, Breakfast's – Mm. Brecky <laughs> with the professies. Oh, that's not bad, actually. I like that. There we go. Professor Brecky. Brecky with the professies. Yeah. I can hear it. I can hear it. I think that that would uh, have a great tagline. Yeah. Uh, knowledge is served. <laughs> S- serving up some knowledge. I've got uh, an eggs benedict. I have here a farmer's, a plowman's lunch, <laughs> whatever you call it, where depending on where you are. And over here, I have the eggs Florentine, and then for the table to share some knowledge, just a big old basket of it. My here show with your hot takes, steamy hot takes. Oof! Careful with the plate; it's hot, just like the takes. <laughs> uh, my show, in yes. case you were wondering, is called... I'm going to stop interrupting you. And Thank let you. you. Get your, get Thank you. I appreciate show. that. It's called Members Only. Uh huh. And this is basically a show where I have a brunch. Yeah. And I invite a couple of luminaries. Uh, I would say probably three luminaries. Yeah. Uh, on on whatever topic I'm discussing to sure. join me for breakfast. Yeah. And we just enjoy a nice breakfast and we we talk about whatever the topic of the day is. And you can only come if you have an invitation. Okay. Um. Can the listeners listen without an invitation? The listeners are free to listen without an invitation. Okay. So the only thing the invitation We're, is for we are is we are in a speak. private room. Okay. At podcast versus podcast lands finest dining experience my tugboat restaurant mm-hmm. and uh you know as long as you have an invitation you're welcome to join me for breakfast okay and for for a discussion of, of whatever do i have an invitation you do not have an invitation okay so it's what not, would my it's involvement... not really up to me 
to give an invitation. What would my involvement with the podcast be? Because you're pitching it to me. I am pitching it to you. I think this is a good show. Uh, Of course, you are free to listen. Okay. There are no restrictions on listening. Okay, so you're pitching to me and I would be like one of the listeners. At uh, at least. Okay. At least you would be a listener. Okay. That is what I I see that as your minimum involvement. Hmm. Also your maximum involvement. Okay. I see. So... There's really no need for you to pitch it to me because you don't need you don't need me at all. It well, seems let like. me well let me ask, what do you think of my idea? Does it sound I don't know hurtful to you to that somebody else would have breakfast without you? Um, no, and they tell you about it. A lot of people have breakfast uh, without me constantly. Um, but name seven. He's name seven. I, people who have breakfast without you constantly. I most most people I don't know. So I don't know their names. Right. Well, that's exactly the point. Name seven people you know that have breakfast without you constantly. Oh, my dad, my mom, both of my brothers. In the same city (laughs) who then tell you about having breakfast with friends later. Um, All three of those professors. Mm, I don't believe that. Because that's different. They have breakfast with you at least once a week. Anyways, here's the thing. Okay. It's not hurtful to me to learn about it. It It is confusing to me that you're pitching it to me. And I I just don't know what you want from me. I feel like the moral of the story is yeah. very clear. Is very clear. Okay. It's hurtful to be excluded. But for the listener, it's a joyous experience as me and these three professors uh, dine and discuss. <laughs> so it's, it sounds like it's going to be a great joy for me as I listen. It will be. It will be. I assume. Unless yeah. you are feeling left out, <laughs> marginalized. <laughs> Forgotten. Um, Some would say as if you felt forgotten. Right, I see. Do you feel forgotten? No, you remember to pitch well, it to me. Well, that makes one of us. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I think I'm going to vote for mine because yours sounds like sort of a nothing show. It sounds like Does more it? like you're trying to make a point to me than pitching a well, podcast to I me. would, I would love to be a part of your show. You, you would be. I would come to you and complain about them afterwards. But I want to be a part of both parts. Well, I, I, wanna, I wanna be a part of the breakfast part. Otherwise it's just every show is you turn up and you brag about your great breakfast. Meanwhile, here's, here's I'm drinking bilge water. So here's the here's the <laughs> you don't need to be you don't need to be doing that with the bilge water. Well, I did because I didn't know what else to eat. And it was <laughs> See, there. Here's the thing. First of all, if you were there right. and then we leave the breakfast, come to the podcast and record us complaining yeah we need we need one person who hasn't been at the breakfast to be sort of the audience surrogate because the audience was also not at the breakfast that's true so i need you there to, to be so obviously think about now think about this breakfast i just had okay if you were there i came in and said what about those two right yeah those i cannot believe and the third one but can't, see i can't I, believe it it would help so much to discuss if i had been there to hear the points they were making and it wasn't just you relating things to me here's here's the other main thing that actually this is the biggest thing okay if you were there you could probably explain to the audience how flustered and mad i got how frustrated and how calm they stayed but i wouldn't and how... i wouldn't i wouldn't do that you wouldn't betray me like that i would never betray you like that i would invite you to my breakfast Except on the show, members only. <laughs> but it depends. If you invited me to breakfast on your show, maybe I'd invite you to breakfast on my show. Um, I, I'll i think about it, but I'll be voting for my idea. My I, will be, I will be voting for mine until I receive an invitation. Okay, so it's a tie. Well, um, it doesn't one. have to be because you could just <laughs> invite me. Um, 
well, the time, the vote has already been cast. God. You can't change it. Fine. I am Fine. Issue, issuing you an invitation, though. What? Because you, you made a good point. You should be at this breakfast. Well, why didn't you do that? So I didn't think Look, of it. Look, I... What time is it? Time is... 4 p.m. No, no. What time is the breakfast? The next breakfast? Oh, it's 4 a.m. Uh, next week. I'm busy. Well, that's unfortunate. But 4, 4 a.m. is uh, always busy for me. <laughs> 4, 4 a.m. is not a good time. That's when cares. the bilge water starts to get through my system. Yeah. I wake up and I sprint to the bathroom. Now, remember, you don't need to be drinking the bilge water. <laughs> well, I do every day, whether I need it or not. And every morning at 4 a.m., I spend about an hour on the toilet. Um, so anyways, thanks for listening to Podcast versus Podcast. Don't drink the bilge water. Join us for breakfast. And we'll be back tomorrow with more podcast pitches. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye.